0: so hey everybody welcome to are live i'm mark tier the founder and ceo of black spectacles Uh, during our webinar today we're going to be hosting a panel discussion on are testing strategies for english as a second language candidates Uh, we have a few awesome guest speakers joining us to share their experiences with the licensure process as non-native english speakers as well as their testing tips on how to overcome Language barrier. So, it should be a great session today. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, Black Spectacles is the first ever NCARB approved online test prep provider for all six of the ARE 5.0 divisions. We offer comprehensive test prep for the ARE with lecture videos, um, practice exams, flashcards, and virtual workshops. And it's all available online and with memberships available for either individual architects uh, or firms, AI chapters, or schools. So, you can go to blackspectacles.com and click ARE prep to find out more. Uh, information about our ARE uh, study materials Uh, and we are going to share a link uh, in the chat uh, for you as well as a reminder we've launched our ARE guarantee we're so confident that if you use our expert membership to the fullest you will pass the ARE and if you happen to not pass we're putting our money where our mouth is and paying for your retake so to learn more about how to qualify for the guarantee go to blackspectacles.com and under ARE prep you'll find all the details on our ARE guarantee As I mentioned, we have group memberships as well, so if you'd like to learn more about how you can get your whole firm on a membership and have your boss pay for it, you can go to blackspectacles.com and head to our pricing section. Our next ARE live broadcast is going to be on October 21st of 2021. We're going to review some of the most important concepts of the project planning and design, the PPD exam, and share some practice exam questions as we review a mock exam with Mike Newman. Today we're gonna be engaging exclusively on our online ARE community. So head over to that thread if you haven't already and you can either click on the link I just shared in the chat box or you can go to our community homepage and then look for that big button that says ARE Live. Um, And then right at the top, you'll find um, the Today's Episodes thread pinned to the top. Um, And what's kind of fun is everyone who posts in our thread today will be eligible to win a free black spectacles t shirt. So head over to community.blackspectacles.com, And all you have to do is say hi, you don't have to write a fancy question if you don't have one. Uh, But of course, if you do, you know, uh, we're, uh, we're all tuned in over there. Um, And are either going to answer the questions that you guys post in the community uh, directly, or we'll pose them to our um, to our panelists today. And of course, don't forget to stay tuned until the end of the podcast to see if you won one of those t shirts. Today we have a special discount on all Black Spectacles ARE uh, prep uh, memberships on, on some of them to share and help you along in your journey. I'll provide a coupon code at the end of the show. So make sure you also stick around for that. Now let's turn to our guests. So I'd like to welcome our panelists. who will be joining us today. Of course, each one of them is either licensed in at least one country or is on their journey to licensure. And for all of them, English is their second language. So let's talk a little bit about who's on our panel today. So first, uh, we have uh, Yvette Luca. Yvette was born in Egypt, where she is a licensed architect. She currently works at Nader uh, Gubran Architect in South Florida as a designer and office manager. So welcome, Yvette. Thank you, Mark. Great to have you. Uh, Seichi Mori is our uh, second uh, panelist. He was born and raised uh, in Japan. He's a licensed uh, architect in Texas, and is an interior architect designer with over 20 years experience in both the United States and international. Welcome, Seichi.
1: Thank you, Max. This is Seichi. Thank you.
0: Great to have you. Finally, we have Jonathan uh, Vijaman, And I'm trying to say your last name right, Jonathan, so please forgive me if I got it wrong. Jonathan was born and raised in the Dominican Republic, As a licensed architect in Florida, Jonathan has worked with AIA as well as NCARB. So welcome, Jonathan.
2: Thank you. Thank you. And yes, you got the last name correctly. Very well done.
0: (laughs) Thank you. So thank you guys uh, for all for joining us today. We hear all the time from our Black Spectacles members and other ARE candidates that support for non-native speakers taking the ARE is limited. So really looking forward to discussing your experiences today. So let's go to our first question. Um, or first uh, discussion point, uh, Yvette, we'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about your background, your native language, and where you are in the licensure process.
3: Um, I graduated with a bachelor degree of architect from Egypt, and um, I am a licensed architect there. I'm registered, and I'm half done with my AREs. Nice. Um, three, three more tests to go and um my first language is egyptian arabic and english is my second language i learned english in school Mm -hmm. and
0: that's it perfect thank you yvette Sechi. uh tell us a little bit about your background your native language and where you are in your in the well uh, yeah where you are in the licensure process i think i know the answer to that one
1: yeah so i'm um i'm graduate from the university of idaho uh, receive a Bachelor of Architecture. I'm registered architect at the state of Texas just this month. Mm.
0: Um, (laughs) Congratulations, that's awesome. Thank
1: thank you very much. And uh, senior designer, technique design, doing a hospitality design. And I'm born and raised in Japan and my native language is
0: Japanese. Got it. Thank you, Seichi. Jonathan, how about you? Uh, Background, native language, and where you are in the licensure process.
2: Yes, uh, so my native language, it's Spanish, uh, Dominican Spanish, to be more specific. Uh, mm-hmm. As anybody who's used to any other languages, uh, there's plenty of difference between Spanish from different countries.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I moved here when I was 12 years old to you know South Florida, been living here ever since. So that's about 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I recently became licensed a few months ago in South Florida, so I went through all the process. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and that's where I am. Awesome. Thank you.
0: All right, very good. Um, so now we kind of have the lay of the land here. We kind of know um, uh, where our panelists are from, their languages, uh, their native languages, and where they are in the licensure process. Let's move to our our, our next question here. Um, and let's see, we can start with you, Saichi. Um, as a non-native English speaker, what, what you know? What has been your experience taking the ARE, and maybe what have you struggled with the most?
1: Well, uh first, you know, the license exam is a difficult and long process. Uh, everybody knows. Um, yeah. Just knowing the six divisions need to pass is mind blowing, uh, but all need to know uh, failing one division is not the end of your license process. Good experience. Uh, and uh, practice for tech or you know pros- proceed to next divisions. So my most struggle is a speed to speed. complete all questions and answered. That's not negative. You know, leading uh, speed is uh, slower. I think mm-hmm. to achieve the speed, I did one things. Uh, I don't know one thing, multiple things. But uh, the biggest thing is uh, taking black spectacles uh, practice exam over and mm-hmm. over again. So I, you know, I make a pace. I um, set my time to complete uh, in half. You know, for example, for PPD or P- PPD, exam is a four hours, but my, you know, I, my target is two hours for the practice practice exam. So that, you know, that prepares.
0: As you said, you you used our our um, our practice exams to practice um, increasing your speed. Is that, did I get that right, Seichi? Yes,
1: yes, that's correct. So uh, I probably take, uh, you know, maybe 10 times for each practice it down to get to my pace.
0: Wow, wow. <laughs> okay, that sounds like an impressive uh, commitment to, to increasing your speed. I appreciate that, uh, Seichi. Jonathan, um, what has been your experience taking the ARE, and, and maybe what's the, the number one thing you struggled with uh, while doing it?
2: I think the number one thing, even after 20 some odd years, it's just remembering that this is something that's just English, right? So every time I used to read a question, I similarly, you know, taking extra time, but also to remember the grammar of it, uh, to make sure that I fully understood the question properly. Um, so that was usually a challenge that I needed to remind myself uh, to go back and read the question carefully and slowly.
0: Yeah. Is there, um, is there an example of that, Jonathan, um, that you can maybe think of where, you know, you sort of in had to read something a couple times? Yeah, Yeah, in particular,
2: when you're dealing with the uh, sort of contract documents and kind of contract questions, when there's some sort of um, uh, a setting or when it's asking about the relationship between the client and the owner and it, when it gives you a little bit of the history. Uh, within that, uh, within the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of have to really, first of all, determine what's really important within the question, within the prompt, and then try to figure out the sort of the relationship and logistics between the um, the parties that are being mentioned. And there's a little bit of grammar that goes into that that's not quite the same in every language. And yeah. therefore, it's, yeah. it, it takes a little bit of a
0: readjustment to it. That makes sense. Okay, thank you, Jonathan. Yvette, um, how about you? What's your experience been taking the ARE, and and then, you know, what have you struggled maybe with the most there?
3: My struggle was mostly, and is still mostly, the time because um, I'm a slow reader by nature, and I still have to read the questions slowly and over and over again to make sure I understood what exactly they are asking because. Like Jonathan said, if you switch two words, it's going to make a whole different meaning. Right. So I'm still struggling with time and reading the question several times to make sure I got exactly what they mean by the question.
0: Got it. Have you, um, have you developed any, let's say, tricks or strategies for how to, um, how to think about that time constraint being a, a pain point?
3: Yes, which is what I heard on Black Spectacles' videos several times is look for a keyword in the question and in the answer. So I remember that over and over again when I run out of time that I have to look for that keyword to kind of guess which is the correct answer.
0: Makes sense. I think that's a great, uh, a great strategy. Thank you, uh, Yvette. So uh, now with this, uh, let's go to our next slide here. Our next question um, on test day, and let's start with you, Jonathan. On test day, was there anything about the experience that you had not anticipated? And, and if so, could you could you share uh, about that?
2: Um, this one for me it was actually mostly a no, just because I was so involved. Uh, within the AIA, so I got to listen to a lot of people and their kind of experiences uh, before going to the actual site, and mm-hmm. then I was able to go, th- you know, the NCarb resources where I, you know, practice on the tests. Um, so, so I was fairly well prepared, and and there wasn't a lot of sort of new information, sort of new things, except you know, I guess I would say just on the first time that I took it, it's just experiencing the physical location for the first time, seeing other people that are around coming over to take different kind of tests uh, mm-hmm. for themselves. But uh, other than that, uh, there wasn't really too much of a shock for me.
0: So that's interesting. Uh, tell me a little bit more about, um, so it sounds like actually your involvement in the AIA um, had helped you navigate, you know, and be prepared for the exam. What was it? Um, tell me a little, give me an example, I guess, of 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 how uh, your involvement in the AIA helped you there.
3: Sure.
2: So um, we organized a um, sort of ARE study sessions on a weekly basis uh, where we would go meet at uh, one of the uh, firm's office. We would be anywhere between four and like seven of us for quite a long time Mm -hmm. in certain tests. So they were kind of ahead of some others. And so they would talk about, you know, when they physically went to the location, how the check-in process was, uh, so generally what their feeling was about the questions, some of the struggles that they had with the questions, uh, mm-hmm. tips and tricks and what to look out for. So, and you know, I did that for at least almost a year where we would have different people kind of giving their experience. And so, and all that was mostly th- through the uh, through the AIA that I was part of either organizing it or somebody else organizer that I attended.
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. Thank you for sharing that, Jonathan. Yvette, how about you? Uh, was there anything about the experience that you had not anticipated?
3: What happened with me is I got disconnected several times. I took the test at home because uh, okay. I was just afraid to go to the center with Google. Sure. So uh, what I noticed is that I had to turn off my firewall before starting the test. So. OK. Be sure to do that because it disconnects the camera. Like I would be listening to them. They can hear me. I can hear them, but they cannot see me. So that was because of the firewall. So just make sure to turn off your firewall if you're taking the test at home.
0: Got it. That's a great one. Um, And I think uh, along those similar lines, I think they have, I think you can now schedule a a tech review uh, of your tech setup um, before you take your first uh, online version of the test so that you can make sure your Wi-Fi is good and that your sort of room is good and your camera is good and like all those sort of technical details. Is, is, am I remembering right, Yvette?
3: Yes, that's true. And I did that twice before taking the test and my firewall was on and I was not disconnected. But for oh, some really? Time, during the real test, I was disconnected. Wow. Huh. Yeah, okay, well. try tried twice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that they're um, uh, certainly uh, working hard to make sure that uh, all the tech issues are uh, are resolved, and it sounds like they've made a ton of progress in the last, you know, since they launched it all at the beginning of 2021, which is good. Um, Yvette, thank you for sharing your experience there. Seichi, how about you? Was there anything about the experience that you had not anticipated?
1: Yeah, only thing I can think of is uh, between uh, reg- uh, regular and the case study questions, there have uh, appeared to be some pop-up. Pretty much saying the next number of the question is uh, the case study, Mm -hmm. but the practice exam doesn't have the pop up, so I kind of (laughs) surprised. What what is this? Is that uh, warning for end of the (laughs) exam? So that that only thing I can think of. Uh, Everything else is pretty much uh, you know for the practice exam, so that's I'm okay for. Everything.
0: Okay. I want to make sure we got that right. So before you started a case study question, yeah. um, there was a pop-up. Tell me about that yeah. pop-up. What was on pop-up it?
1: Is, I think pop-up is just saying uh, 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 case studies questions starting. Do you you want to proceed? Pretty much that. Bit, but, but I didn't I didn't and I didn't see it in the practice exam. So I see. I see. Yeah. Got That's it. Kind of <laughs> I don't want to be finished. I'm
0: not finished the case study yet. <laughs> got it, got it. OK, thank you, Seichi, uh, for that one. Um, and uh, w- my team will take note of that, actually, uh, to make sure we can get that pop-up in our practice exam so that it's uh, the experience is just the same. Thank you for sharing that one, uh, Seichi. Going on to the next question, um, uh, Yvette, what are some of the you know study strategies you've used to overcome a language barrier uh, for the ARE?
3: So I'm always Googling, like 100% of the time, I'm Googling. I'm asking Google for everything, especially the expressions that I am not familiar with. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of things we say in our common language in one way, but in the exams, it's a different word that I've never heard before. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: So I'm always Googling in English, not in Arabic. Like when I'm searching for the meaning of the word, I'm searching in English. Mm-hmm.
0: so that I can get my practice correct before the exam. That's a great, uh, a great thought. Are you generally, uh, in doing that, is it pretty much, you know, are you having a lot of, is, it, is that a successful approach? In other words, are you always getting kind of the right answer you're looking for there or, or the clarity you're looking for? You're I'm, I'm not
3: trying to get an answer by Google, like sure. no, no, not all the time. This it's the same answer, but I try to get the meaning of the word
0: by right. Google. OK, and that's working pretty well for you. Is that right?
3: Yes. A lot of things I didn't know, I was able to read the meaning and, oh, that's what it means. OK.
0: Yeah, huh. It makes me wonder if those, uh, it makes me wonder about um, those words that um, you might Google uh, and the definitions. I wonder if there was even a way to like make a f- make flashcards about them. Do you, f- do you find, Yvette, that you? will search the same word multiple times over the course of your studies? Or for you, is it pretty much, once you sort of Google it and get the definition, you pretty much have it?
3: Most of the time, I I already have it in memory. Like, for example, precipitation. I didn't know that this means rain. So, like, the word that we use in, in our everyday life, it's, oh, it's raining. But I didn't know it's precipitation until I Googled it. But once I know what it is, I'm like, okay, that's what it is. And next question, I know what they mean.
0: Got it. Okay, good. That's great. Thanks, Yvette. Uh, Seichi, how about you? What are some study strategies you use to overcome the language barrier?
1: Yeah, as mentioned before, um, you know, take black spectacles practice exam, and also the r communities about quizzes. So I took them multiple times with, you know, set time. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I. my pace so you don't have to keep watching my uh, remaining uh, clocks Um, so i know the you know just to doing it just know i'm doing you know speed wise is okay or not so just practice and practice
0: okay and you said you would take those practice exams through your black spectacles membership you take them multiple multiple times i think we have three or four Versions yeah. of each test. Yeah. You would take those tests multiple times. Is that right? Yes.
1: Yeah. Because that really helps because it's uh, you have to need everything and also the you know you have to understand why this answer is correct, why it's not correct. And so right. even right. on uncollect uh, answers, why this is not correct? So you can you can sort it or oh, because it's a uh, percentage is different. Or oh, so it's if, even you know uh, if it's hundred question. It's actually is more like 200 questions in there because it's a uh, different answers.
0: I see. So uh, what you did was after you took the practice exam um, yeah. through Black Spectacles, then you went back and you reviewed every uh-huh. question and read, you know, why you know yeah. why three of the answers were incorrect and why one of them was correct.
1: Yes. Um, so so it's like you know one question, but you can make it two or three questions out of it.
0: Got it. Okay, and then she did you did you do did you do something similar to Yvette, uh, where you were googling uh, different phrases or or words? Or, or yeah, not I
1: did also. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, Google it. It's always Google it, and if I not uh, if I couldn't find it, uh, I I you know raise a question in our, our communities, uh, that they will help us.
0: Yeah. Got it. Okay. So uh, to say that back to you, if you were not finding the answer uh, via Google, then you would go into the ARE community um, yes. and ask the question there um, yes. to see if you can get the answer. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Did you develop flashcards or anything? Maybe I'm making this strategy up, but um, uh, did you develop flashcards on your own for any of these, any of the words or expressions that you were um, having trouble with? Or or was it the same thing as Yvette where You know, once you sort of, uh, you know, read it once, you pretty much had it locked down.
1: I actually didn't make any uh, additional flashcards other than the one in the expectable.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah. Got it. Okay. Uh, Beautiful. Well, then, uh, Jonathan, uh, how about you? Uh, Some study strategies uh, you've used to overcome the language barrier.
2: Yeah, I think uh, this is another advantage that I had when I was studying is that I had native speakers who were studying with me along the way. And so when we were reading questions, you know, we would have discussions that I would interpret them certain ways. And then they would come back and say, no, you know, it's actually this way because X, Y, Z. And so I had a lot of uh, native speakers kind of help through the study uh, groups that we had. But outside of that, when I was studying by myself, uh, and I don't know if this is necessarily a native uh, or sort of a second language thing only, but also I wasn't familiar with a lot of construction terms and even you know construction adjacent terms were still not necessarily uh, that natural for me. So a lot of the times what I would do is go through the vocabs on each chapter of what book I was uh, studying and then yeah. just look the terms to remember. And so that also kind of helps to know what you don't know and then you go and look for those definitions and what those particular terms are Uh, so it kind of helps you along the way to also learn about construction terms
0: yeah that's a great one Uh, a great tip there the study group idea i like as well jonathan did you do anything similar well um let's see yeah it sounds like your strategy for vocabulary was to use the um, the resources that you were um, you were using to go in the glossary and so forth to find them
1: yeah uh, generally speaking
2: in some of the books they give you uh, vocabulary words to look out for uh, mm-hmm. one that I recently uh, looked into is the NCARB monographs
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, those kind of give you key terms at the beginning I think uh, maybe at the end and then it gives you those definitions right there, and then, so that's an, that's also a good one to to kind of look into.
0: yeah, that's great. Um, okay, so then I guess I wonder, Seichi or Yvette, uh, did either one of you also um pursue a strategy where you were using a study group with native English speakers, or not so much?
3: I did uh, actually in the same study group as Jonathan. oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, oh. it was awesome. I miss it so much. I really miss it so much. It was a great study group.
0: That's awesome. So did you do anything as well like that or
3: no? Uh,
1: actually I didn't, but uh, I use uh, uh, our communities. I just, you know, send uh, typing questions on uh, clear art, and then all the coaches and the other people helping me to clear the some of the
0: I'm not. Yeah, that makes sense. So in a way, uh, you use the, uh, the ARE community, um yeah. to sort of be your study group, uh, when you had questions and so forth to get support that you needed. Okay. Yes. Beautiful. Let's go to question number five here. Um, and I'll start, I'll stay with you, uh, Seichi here. Did you feel like certain exams were more difficult in terms of language compared to other ones? And if so, which ones?
1: Um, it's all difficult,
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, uh, I think the first one, practice management, is only because uh, a lot of legal, um, legal world and you have to lead a uh, contract, because I, in the real world, I only pretty much care the scope of works, and mm-hmm. uh, those also, but, uh, those the contract, yeah, you, you know, there are insurance things, and also, um, you know, as a legal, legal word, wording is a little bit difficult.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, even for native English-speaking language folks, uh, it's difficult. So I'm sure it's uh, even more difficult if it's your second language. That's a really helpful uh, thought there, Seichi. Jonathan, did you find the same thing or something different?
2: On um, the uh I would say, like I said earlier, the construction uh, aspect of it or so, sort of so like the construction administration and the contracts that yeah. was the one that was so I, I would agree with that uh with Seiichi, so it's it's very similar to that
0: yeah
2: uh, that- I'm trying to think of something additional to add that's different, but <laughs> I'm yeah. kind of on the same page.
0: I got you, man. That's all good. Yvette, did you find the same thing or do you have a different experience?
3: I, I find all of them the same difficulty. I didn't take the PPD and PDD yet. So I don't know about those, okay. Okay. Uh, but for me, they were all the same level of difficulty.
0: Got it. And maybe I'll circle back, uh, Seichi, um, and I'll ask this question to all three of you. I'm curious if And this relates to this question. I wonder if there was a specific order of exams that made sense or made more sense to you, um, based on, you know, um, English being a second language uh, to you, uh, that sort of made more sense. In other words, maybe, you know, from an English perspective, it was easier to take test, you know, test A and then test B and test C. Did you did you find that to be true, or it didn't really matter?
1: Um, I don't think it doesn't matter, but uh, I think I figured out first three, uh, wait, first one, two, and six kind of together, and then go to three, four, five. It's grouping together. So, means uh, I don't know that uh, I don't want to make a mistake in the name and name, but uh, I guess, uh,
0: so.
1: yeah. First two and the last one, then. Uh, the middle
0: three together. Got it. In the middle three, I'm trying to find them all right now because I don't want to mess it up either. Uh, yeah, so I, think the
1: programming, I think programming analysis, uh, PPD and the PDD, right, together, right, right. and the rest of them
0: you know,
1: together.
0: Okay. So, and yeah. is it fair, Seichi, to say that uh, the reason you took them in those groupings wasn't so much because of English, um, instead, it was more just about the strategy of the right way to take the or an advantageous way to take the test. Is
1: I correct? think, yeah, I think more like, yeah, not the second language, go because, because to second language, but it's kind of good similarities on those, uh, you know, one, first, uh, first one, second one, last one because of the contract and uh, you know, yeah, so that's why
0: I did it. Got gotcha. you. Thank you, Seichi. Jonathan. Um, uh,
2: yeah. How, how are you? Um, for me, I actually was one of those uh, people that uh, was able to do the the three two from 4.0. So oh, nice. my strategy there. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, my strategy there for me was trying to get those groupings of three before I moved up to the you know the Ps and the Ds. Um, so that was really uh, my strategy. I don't think language played too much of a role in deciding which ones to take first.
0: Got it. And for those of you who might not be aware of what Jonathan's talking about, it was, I believe, the middle of uh, – no, it was the summer of – sorry, I'm forgetting. Uh, I guess it would have been – 2018? Yeah, 2018, thinking, I 2019. They launched, yeah, I think they launched ARE 4, 5.0 in uh in the end of 2017 and then they uh they sunsetted uh it in uh like you said in 2018 so there was a time period where you could take uh three exams if i remember right three exams in are 4.0 and and then you could take two exams in are 5.0 so you'd only take five tests and you'd end up passing uh the are uh but there was a yeah. bunch of um there were some hoops you had to jump through uh, and you had to time it all right so it sounds like Jonathan that was your approach which uh sounds smart
2: yeah <laughs> sure it was because a I, I knew. <laughs> it was a little bit uh just to make sure and I did it early enough i think I, I was still you know in school finishing up some things before you know to make sure that i signed up saying that yeah i'm going to be taking these things uh, so it was a bit of a gamble but i knew that i was going to be retaking some tests anyway so might as well yeah. Yep. Try to save one
0: test. <laughs> totally. And and for those of you listening here, um, I don't believe that this is an option any longer. I'm pretty sure uh, that it's not. But um, anyways, uh, now, of course, it's just the sixth test for ARE 5.0. So um, thank you, Jonathan. How about you, Yvette? Um, is there a certain order of tests that made sense for you?
3: I followed the same order as Sage, but okay. it wasn't because of the language. It was because, like, everyone was advising the overlap, so that's why I followed this, and I found that it was true, they do overlap each other. Um, For me, the contracts I wanted to start with, because I already studied contracts for other licenses, I have real estate and mortgage licenses, so I do have a background about reading contracts and studying them, so that was an easy start to give me like the push so that's why I
0: started with them. Makes sense. I like that. So you're customizing your approach based on your experience, but also sort of um, leveraging the the wisdom of, of those groupings that Seichi mentioned, which I've heard a lot of. I've heard a lot uh, as well. So that mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, let's go to the next question, which brings us uh, to the end, of, I guess, of the discussion. And let me, uh, I'm going to check our... Um, our ARE community to see if there are any extra questions. So by the way, if anyone has any questions they would like to ask the panel, please uh, share those questions in our ARE community and I'll I'll share them here um, after this question. So Yvette, we'll stay with you. Any final advice for other non-native English speakers preparing for the ARE?
3: Um, Don't be discouraged by any means, just keep going on. It's gonna take time. It's gonna take a lot of devotion uh, a lot of time, devotion, um, but just keep going. Don't get discouraged. I was so discouraged in my first test, but that wasn't right. Like, just keep studying. You're gonna get them done.
0: That's awesome. Thank you, Yvette Seichi. How about you? Any final advice?
1: Yeah, uh, my advice is uh, not only non-native maybe, but a non-native English speaker, but for uh, apply for old. Um, so that's the exam takers. Um, no, just to remember goal is not passing only one exam, it is six divisions. So you know if you fail one division, uh, go next and or retake. take. Uh, yeah just one tail is you know don't drag yourself. Just keep going uh, for the next
0: I love that, Seichi. Uh, just keep going and uh, don't get discouraged. Don't let one fail.
1: Yeah. Slow so, you, so down. you know, yeah. So, all divisions are somehow related. So, my strategy is uh, study all six of them first, then go back, you know, each uh, division to you know, before exam. That's what I did.
0: Yeah. That's a great approach uh, to make yourself familiar with all of the material first. Um, at least at a in a simple level, yeah. an introductory level, and then really dig in. I think that makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. One of them is that I think there's a lot of overlap between um, the exams. Um, did, was there any other? What, what were the other advantages? I suppose that you you or benefits yeah. that you got from that, Seiji. Yeah, because uh,
1: so it, you know, since I studied all six of them, first, so not not much surprises, you know. I found many any unknown wording from other sections, divisions uh, you know, related to the the other section. So I probably see most of the word before taking any of the divisions. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. Okay, uh, very good. Thank you, Seichi. Okay. Uh, how about you, Jonathan? Final advice for a non-native English speakers preparing for the ARE. Oh.
2: I would say add many varied resources to your bucket of um, resources to pull from. Um, Listen to any online resource while you're driving to work, if you happen to drive to work. Mm -hmm. Um, Just kind of immerse yourself in it. Uh, Just listen, read, watch. Uh, even if it's just, you know, a few minutes a day. So if you can't read or if you don't like reading, I, I know I fall in that bucket, uh, then just listen to presentations. And, and it can be just how to install a solar roof. You just type in that YouTube and just listen to somebody installing that, and then you'll get something out of that. Uh, of course, you can target it a little bit to so your weak areas and a little bit more specific, but add to your resources as much as possible.
0: It's awesome. Uh Jonathan and really smart. Uh, there's so many great resources out there. Just to listen to that stuff in the background um, certainly helps. Um all right. Um, well, uh a lot of really good advice right there. I'm looking through our ARE community, and you know, as I'm looking here, um it's so interesting the consistency. Um, um Karana Kamat is saying here I keep googling words for better understanding and make note of the ones that I think might not I I think I might not remember that makes a that sounds a lot like uh, what we were talking about earlier and then I'm looking here where is it let's see yeah Ignacio.mingo is saying um, while reviewing many of the practice questions I realized that while I might have known the material I didn't read or understand the question adequately or some of the answers correctly, which I think, yeah, um, again, uh, it sounds a lot like what we were talking about earlier. So um, it sounds like a lot of emphasis on that extra time and that sort of uh, double reading, or maybe not double reading, but the extra time you need uh, to dig in to really understand um, you know, what your question is and what the answers are. I don't see any new questions in here that I think we want to ask. Um, so I think we will uh i think we'll take it from there and uh say thank you to everybody for tuning in um, I really appreciate um our guest speakers today, Yvette uh Sechi and Jonathan. I appreciate you um sharing your experiences and some strategies and some advice uh for everyone who's listened today um uh, I know that uh there's a lot of uh, good tips in there that folks are gonna benefit from so Thank you for sharing that and uh, again, I'd encourage everybody um, uh, in our in our ARE community channel, if you wanna create a new post and share what's worked with you or some of the sh- struggles that you've had, um, uh, I'd encourage you to, to write a post or respond to the thread we have going here. Uh, really good to share uh, experiences to help everybody else out um, as they're working through the uh, the exams. So as I said, thanks everybody for tuning in. As I mentioned uh, at our next ARE live broadcast on October 21st of 2021, uh, we're gonna review some of the most important concepts of project planning and design and share some practice exam questions uh, with Mike Newman. Uh, you can go to blackspectacles.com ARE-live to sign up for that. Um, I mentioned at the top of the webinar, we've launched our ARE guarantee. Uh, we're so confident that if you use our expert membership, Um, that you will pass the ARE and if you don't, we will pay for your retake. So to learn more about how to qualify for that uh, or to check out our individual memberships, uh, you can go to blackspectacles.com to learn more. Also, if you'd like to learn more about how to get your whole firm on a membership, uh, you can go to blackspectacles.com and go to pricing and firms to find out about that. The lucky winner of a Black Spectacles t-shirt is Preta B. So Preta, we will uh, be in touch. Uh, to via email to get your size and shipping information. And just a reminder, if you'd like to be eligible to win a free t-shirt next time, post a question um, in the uh, community during our next ARE live. And of course, um, that's just for fun. Our ARE community is always buzzing. It's there for you to ask questions and find some community as you're passing, working through passing the exam. So uh, definitely poke around there and see what your fellow architects are up to and asking about. Um, feel free to search for questions, ask questions, or share any of your experiences as you've gone through the exams. Um, so that's certainly a resource for you. This month, we're offering 10% off any of our 12-month memberships at Black Spectacles. You can use the code uh, arelivesept E S E P T one zero to get 10% off any of our 12-month memberships. Uh, keep in mind, the coupon code expires before our next ARE Live. So if you're ready to start studying, you can head over to Black Spectacles right now and use that code at checkout. And then finally, be sure to stick around for a few minutes to take our survey and share any suggestions that you may have. I promise we really do read every word that you write and use them to tune our next episodes. So thanks for watching.